Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. This episode is going to be a little bit different. My dad is on the road, so this week is just going to be me and my wife, Rissa. On this show, we are talking about our homeschooling experience and what we learned and how it has made us want to homeschool our children. We hope you enjoy and are encouraged. Hey everyone, thanks for listening this week. Um, this week, Dad, or Todd, is not going to actually be on the show. Uh, it's just me holding down with my wife, Rissa. Say hi. Hi. Uh, we are, he is actually down in Florida, I think. I don't know if he's quite there yet, but they are doing a southern uh, speaking tour going down through, I know they went through Texas, I think they went through Louisiana, Alabama. Hopefully they're not in the path of Hurricane, I think it's Michael, so hopefully that's not where they're around right now, but uh, they're wrapping it up. They should only have a few more days. Um, they've been speaking almost every night at homeschooling events or uh, church events. Uh, I don't know if any homeschool groups, but uh, parenting groups, things like that. Uh, it's a really tiring time, but uh, Dad should be joining us next week uh, back in, in, in it again. And, and actually, next week we will be um, on vacation in Disney World, which we are counting down to. We cannot wait. We've uh, been super excited. And uh, we're going to be meeting Dad down there, actually, along with uh, some of our the rest of our siblings and uh, their uh, Sam and his future spouse McKenna and Ike and Carolyn and uh, Catherine and Josh, which is her boyfriend, we're all going to be going down there. Uh, actually, we're leaving Saturday, which this comes out on Wednesday, so just a couple days. We were getting the uh, RV ready this evening, just you know, packing up everything, loaded the the van with a bunch of bikes and other <laughs> junk. How many uh, bikes? It's like five bikes in our big 15 passenger van, plus a generator and a bicycle dot or a bike dolly and uh, a mini fridge and a bunch of other <laughs> a bunch of other stuff. So it, it it's it's going to be Basically, a tight. Basically, we're moving down. Yeah, to Florida. it feels like it, but we love it. We actually go camping in Disney World, and we'll talk in a second maybe about some how we kind of do Disney on a budget. Just because I don't I don't know if you any of you would ever do that, but it's we love it, and I thought that might be kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna all meet them down there. We're leaving Saturday. Gonna be driving just me, Rissa, and Renly, our daughter, and uh, we're we've never done like a road trip just us for that long so Ben is the pro when it comes to this I'm a little nervous so Friday night we're going to be driving like uh, six hours or something like that after I get off work and then Saturday we'll do the rest so uh, hopefully it goes well we'll see how Renly does but uh, I think she'll do okay yeah, we're, I don't know. She's pretty good about napping and stuff like that so hopefully it's not too bad yeah I've kind of planned out New things for her, new and exciting things that she's never seen, new snacks. So hopefully that gets us through 12 hours. Yep, so we'll see. Uh, we're, we're really, really looking forward to it. Uh, so like I said, you know, we go to Disney World almost every year if we can because Dad goes and speaks uh, down south. It kind of worked out. We did it one year and loved doing it. So we've started doing it every year. And generally, you know, everyone thinks Disney Disney World, they think, you know, super expensive, or at least a lot of people do. Um, but we actually are able to do it for really not that bad, I think, uh, in the grand scheme of things. Um, us and our parents. Uh, we stay at Fort Wilderness, which is the Disney World campground, um, which is an incredible resort. Uh, it, it has all the perks of all the other Disney resorts that are way more expensive. Um, for comparison's sake, Fort Wilderness, I think ours during a pretty, you know, it's not an off season necessarily, was like $110 a night for the weekends and like $90 a night on the weekdays, which, I mean, 
even a hotel here in town is over a hundred dollars a lot of times um so that's not that bad. So we stayed like eight days, and I think you know all total it was like nine hundred dollars or something like that with tax. Um, some of the big resorts there at Disney World are you know five hundred dollars a night, but we've never stayed at any of those. But even some of the moderate resorts, if you don't have a camper, um, are like you know a little over a hundred dollars a night. They're not that bad, and they're gorgeous, and you get Disney transportation, so you get uh, you know a bus right to um, you know or the boat from Fort Wilderness straight over to the Magic Kingdom or any of the other resorts if you want to take the bus uh, so that's a huge perk and uh, now Disney has started charging for uh, parking at the other resorts whereas Fort Wilderness you don't have to so if you have a camper that. it's a super super uh, cost-effective way to stay on site which just you know gives you the Disney feeling our family doesn't do the parks the whole entire time we go maybe a day or two um, and you know so that saves us a lot of money and Honestly, we just go to hang out at the Disney Resort, get the Disney feeling. We go to Disney Springs, which is their big shopping area. And I go there you know, every few nights. And Fort Wilderness also has a campfire and sing-along and a movie and a beautiful pool and volleyball courts. And you can take your bikes and ride them all over the place. So we just hang out at the resort, honestly, for you know, out of the eight days. We'll probably hang out nonstop all day for seven of those, do a park a day and maybe a park another day with some of the kids. Or we'll go... Well, you know, go take the the monorail around to the other other uh, other hotels and walk around and stuff like that. Um, and and when it, you say campground, I feel like some people right. might be like, "Ooh, campgrounds are gross. They're dirty." But I'm telling you, I'm a clean freak, and I would sleep on the bathroom floors right. at it Fort Wilderness gorgeous. because it is just everything is pristine and clean. So yeah, I. I wouldn't mind doing that at all. I mean, it's the equivalent of a Motel 8 in like, uh, you know, uh, Four Seasons or something. I mean, it's just, it's so nice. And I mean, Rissa's had, you know, we've, <laughs> the first time she was pregnant with Renly, we didn't have a camper. And so we stayed in a tent. And I it was, think I was, it was like around, bad. I don't know, six months pregnant. Could not recommend doing that if you go yeah. camping ever. But Ran um, into an armadillo. Or no, that was another night or another time. Never mind. But the other way we can save money is food. So we usually eat uh, lunches in, in the RV and breakfast. But dinner, you know, going to one of the nice restaurants can be, you know, 50 bucks, 30 bucks a person, which is obviously quite expensive um, for a big family of 10 plus. Um, but what we often do is that down at Fort Wilderness, they have the Davy Crockett's Tavern and you can get pizzas for like $20 that will feed a bunch of people. You can get nachos, a bunch of other stuff. So we've they even have fried chicken for which is an insane secret deal. No one knows about it. I feel like at Disney World, but it is like probably the best value for your money. Um, and there's other things we can do to you know save money, but those are kind of the big ones. Uh, and we just we just have a blast. So I mean, all told, I think you know not super details, but Riss and I for you know driving down or for the the actual parks and everything. Which again, we only have three people, but mom and dad are more. But a lot of the kids now pay for their own, but. I think we're in like, you know, maybe $1,500, which is not horrible for uh, eight days at a Disney World resort. So anyways, not to go into too much more detail, but it's something we're looking forward to and thought it might be, you know, some quick tips. If you ever have any questions or are interested, definitely let us know. Um, we we go a lot. Then could be an so. employee of Disney World. It's, maybe it's his dream job. I yeah, don't know. It's my favorite place in the world and all of ours. So We'll but, convince you to go. Yeah, for sure. But this week we're going to talk about, um, we thought it would be kind of interesting to kind of go into um, what we learned being homeschooled as, you know, homeschool graduates. Both Riss and I were homeschooled all the way through. Um, 
And I'll let Rissa kind of talk a little bit about her homeschooling experience and then why we want to homeschool our kids and what, you know, we really learned from that. Um, so Rissa, if, if she wants, she's going to go ahead and talk a little bit about just, you know, her experience being homeschooled. Yeah. So, I mean, you just said you were homeschooled all the way through. So that's your background. I mean, from the start, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so for me, my mom pulled me out of school. I think it was like half, I did kindergarten and half of first grade and I vaguely remember it. I remember bits and pieces of that, but I was pretty young getting pulled out of school. Um, so yeah, she, my brother was actually the one who asked to be homeschooled. He was um, in middle school at that time, um, just having some problems there. And so she figured, okay, I'll pull you all out. So that was me and my two old, older siblings. Um, so really all I remember is being homeschooled as far as like, yeah, but we were, I don't know, the type of homeschooling we did was pretty relaxed. Um, we just, yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's pretty similar to us. I mean, obviously we didn't go to school ever, but, uh, we were pretty not, I don't know. I mean, I guess relaxed, but just not. Um, you know, I just saw someone comment on Facebook or send us a message recently. They said, when your kids are older, do you have a set schedule? And I mean, we never really had like, okay, this has to be done exactly like this. At first, mom did try to do some of that. I remember like she had her color coded. I don't know. It was some kind of schedule and, you know, she stuck to it. And it was honestly, those early years were probably the hardest because she was very specifically trying to hit every goal and do all these things exactly like the book said and that was when you know us kids weren't like the book and life isn't exactly like the books and the rules so it really caused a lot of hardship a lot of crying and you know one of the cartoons that has is you know hey dad welcome home mom's in the closet crying you know and that's because that's what mom went through you know because we were all difficult and uh, some of those hard moments I mean our schedule I mean we didn't really have a schedule but we'd pretty much be done by lunch or like one o'clock or something if we had anything else to do after um so, but you knew it was a bad day if the school bus was driving by and you were still doing school. Mm. That was, those were the bad days and everyone knew it. So, yeah, we'd pretty much just get done around lunch. But. Right. And I mean, yeah, we'll get more into it, I think, in a minute. But so we kind of want to go through like our three kind of reasons that, you know, we liked homeschooling and why we're glad we went through it. Um, and then kind of those three reasons are kind of why we want to homeschool our children as well. And, uh, you know, obviously we only have one small child right now, Renly, and we're expecting number two, but we are already very firm that we'd like to homeschool, you know, Lord willing. And there's not any reason as of right now that we don't know of that we can't, but, um, so number one, I, and this one is really big, especially for me. I don't, I assume Rissa as well, but yeah. um, <laughs> I, I just wrote it down because this one was mine. Is the worldview and biblical based, um, especially in this day and age where, you know, good is called evil and evil is called good, and our, you know, school systems in this country in a lot of cases are not supporting things that are godly in a lot of ways, and the people. Um, you know, every day are not um, reinforcing those values. And, you know, that's a really, really big deal to me just because I want my children to hear truth and hear 
um, biblical based, you know, learning and just life in general, uh, since it's, you know, eight hours a day or whatever, that's a lot of time to not be hearing something that is either correct. And obviously not every second of that is wrong, but, um, overall, you know, that's a lot of time. And so instilling in our children worldview. And that was something that for me, I know that I valued a ton. Um, maybe not so much when I was younger but later on you know when I had friends and that you know didn't and um, started seeing kind of what was going on in the world and you know what people believe and challenged me on I am so thankful that I had you know years of strong you know my parents strongly pushing and teaching us you know the way that is true and you know that we learned things that were based on the bible and that are just truth. So that was a really big one for me. I think it's super important because, yeah, I don't know, just at that age, especially the young age, you're, who you're around every day, all day, I mean, that's going to have some effect on shaping you as a person. Um, you took classes in school. Did that, I mean, did, did yeah. your friends, you know, who were not believers, if you had any, did that ever affect you? Well, yeah. So I... Um, in high school, I went to the high school for classes, um, and I did, I think, like, three, they call them periods, three classes there, um, and just in that time from when I started doing that and hanging out with maybe people that I wouldn't have otherwise, um, not that they were horrible people, but, yeah, maybe just not super strong Christians, Christians at all, or you do just kind of want to fit in. You have that feeling of like, I want to be fit in. I want to, so you might, I don't know. I just find mm-hmm. found myself kind of like, yeah, kind of losing myself in that time. Um, so that's why I feel like having a strong foundation for our kids is super important just so that when they are off into the world, yeah. like they have that to fall back on. And I think being home um, is the best place yeah, to do that for sure and I mean that's something that you know people always said like oh well your child is the salt you know <laughs> to the world and let them be the light you know and all that but I know that I'm a very strong-willed kid and was my parents and drove them nuts I'm sure because I was just super strong-willed in that way but even me like I know that if I was around people that I wanted to be around and get them to like me I would be swayed to do things that I would not have done and that's me when I'm you know talking like a very very you know stubborn believe what I believe type person but I also know that I wanted to fit in and I wanted to hang out with certain people and again that was in high school even though I was homeschooled I still hung out with some of those people and that definitely you know changed me and I know that that would affect me and I just don't believe that a foundation is stronger by throwing in a bunch of crud I personally think that you know we always talk about building a strong foundation and I've heard people say oh well if they don't know what's going on and out in the real world then they won't be strong when they hit it and I just I don't think that's backed in reality. I don't think that's backed biblically. <laughs> I think, I mean, yeah. I don't feel like if you throw a bunch of sand in the foundation and a bunch of trash that all of a sudden it's somehow stronger than if you build it out of pure rock, you know. Um, so I don't mean you, you know, never let your kids ever go yeah, out Yeah, and house, I think that's but. what people say of like, oh, well, then you were sheltered. But I just hate that because, I don't know, if you ask anyone in town, our <laughs> Our family, I mean, we're not antisocial. We, right. you know, we had friends. We did everything. Like, 
I never felt like I was sheltered at all. And it's just, yeah, it just gets negative connotations. Obviously, there's extremes and everything, but yeah. So that's number one. And number two was, I kind of put it down as play, learn, life, meaning, you know, because everything is custom for us when we were younger, we were able to fit so much more in in such a smaller amount of time. You know, I know a lot of friends. You know, and my actually, Rissa's mom now is uh, subbing at a local, you know, commu- uh, high school. Um, you know, there's just so much time wasted in and and having to learn teach everyone at one time. But with mom, you know, we can customize it for us. We can focus on areas that we're really fast in, you know, or whatever. We can knock those out of the way. It's just allowed for so much more time throughout the day. So we gotta, you know, instead of like, for instance, I'm really, really into history. So instead of just Going through hours worth of history, we would read a book, we would maybe, you know, do a little bit of that, and then we'd go out and play with swords and, you know, create, uh, read about Romans and, you know, practice hitting each other with spears or whatever, you know, so I mean, we, we allowed us to play and be able to kind of learn while we did other stuff, you know, um, and I think that was super valuable and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And then also it allowed us to be able to travel and, um, you know, learn throughout life, not just only in the classroom. And, um, you know, so whenever dad was asked, like, how many days a year do you homeschool? He would say 365 because every single day we're learning. And the whole purpose of that, I thought always was like, I thought the purpose of school was to prepare us to be better for life and to, you know, not just be like, I can't read. I can't figure out how to add this stuff or anything like that. And I felt like anything that was helping us be better in life was more important, you know, was extremely important. So that's why I don't think it just ended in, oh, you got your, you know, certain amount of a lot of time for math problems or whatever it was. Yeah, I think um, for me, when I think of this, I think the term life schooling is going around right now, which I don't know if will be that extreme of it. Like I still do want to have like a curriculum that we do or mix and match or whatever but that's what my point is is like i think it's great that um you can do that because not one curriculum of every subject is going to work for the for your child um for me math was super hard i just me and numbers just do not go well together i just anything i tried i just couldn't get it um but my mom was able to notice that and try i want to say like 15 different things to get it to finally sink in, you know, Um, and that changed over time with my age and all of that. So just for her, the freedom to, okay, like this isn't working, let's try this, okay? This isn't working, let's try a video interactive or whatever, um, more something visual instead of just reading, um, and that really helped. And I think in the public schools, if I were there, Mm. I could have been probably labeled right off the bat of like, oh, well, you've got some kind of problem if you know, but maybe right. it's just not clicking, you know. So mm-hmm. For sure. And I think I mean, that's the great part of that. Rissa was able to build awesome relationships too because she had a bunch of neighbor kids that she was able to play with, you know, for countless hours, you know, during oh, yeah. the day that she would never have been able to do otherwise. As soon as school was over, yeah, around lunchtime, I'd call up my friend and we'd meet in the middle of the neighborhood and just play all day long and those are the best memories yeah. I have and they were as all homeschooled as well I, yeah way, but um no I think what was said is exactly true and um you know clicking I think like a lot of people worry like oh no if I don't teach my kid every single math you know whatever to be a master of these subjects then they're gonna get ruined you know but 
for me, I didn't, I mean, I did algebra and whatnot, but I didn't do some of the higher maths um, no. until once I was in, uh, I did my college stuff. I was like, shoot, I don't remember how to do any of this stuff. So that's when I went back then because I needed to and I used Khan Academy and some other programs to relearn it and teach myself when I needed to actually use something specifically. And, you know, instead of having to, you know, destroy a relationship or stress out or whatever, you know, I've only needed to relearn what I needed to learn. And I think that, you know, being able to teach yourself when you need it is super valuable um, and something that. Uh, something that's really important. Oh shoot! I thought was <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> All okay. Ben has All my four computer screens on the computer. Or on his desk, and they all went black all at the same time. Just my mouse there. I hadn't moved my mouse in a while. But anyways. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so that's something that I think is really, really uh, great about it. And that's one of the reasons we want our kids is to be able to um, to allow them to learn that way, too. Well, and, and just... I think, like, a day of school can be to go to the zoo mm-hmm. or to, okay, yeah, go to a museum or a hands-on, whatever, or... Go in your yard and collect leaves for science and see the different leaves. I don't know. I'm not super creative, but I feel like that just sounds fun to me. So I think that's going to be a fun benefit. And our last one was um, relationships with, you know, our parents and siblings. And that's something that I really value. And I don't know so much in Rissa's. I don't know. But... In our family, I mean, again, I, I haven't asked, we haven't talked through any of this stuff, but <laughs> of course. Um, but I mean, I see a lot of my friends who were in public school. You know, they hung out with their age group. Their other friends, you know, their other siblings hang out with their age group. They all have their individual friends, and really, you know, vacation or uh, whatever was their only times that where they really ever spent time as a family. And that's something that I really value is you know our siblings or my siblings were. I mean, honestly, my best friends, at least Sam was, you know, when I was younger and now they all are because, you know, when you're younger, sometimes the younger kids, you're like, oh, but, you know, we spent so much time together as a family. Um, and I think that is super beneficial. And we got to be around mom and dad a ton, which, you know, helped us. Um, they distilled, you know, just their values and their um, their just general how they you know just everything about them you know and that's i think that's a super beneficial thing and developing relationships with them is much more meaningful i think long term than just um your teacher or whatnot which again not that a teacher is bad it's just you know i think those relationships with family and parents is so beneficial and i'm so thankful for that which i want to have which obviously i might be working but i want to have you know that kind of relationship with our kids and you know have be they are they're able to say that they spent the most time growing up with you know their parents and siblings yeah i agree um just the i don't know just the memories that i have with my mom my dad did work um a full-time job still does um so we didn't really have that like you did where your dad was able to be home um but just yeah i think it's super important and my mom and i have a really great relationship and we got through the hard we got through the math the tears and it yeah i feel like both of us would say it's was so well worth it of course but that's what i'm super excited about with um well renly and our baby on the way is like i don't know i feel like it's already going so fast so each day that i get with her is just i'm gonna treasure or try to (laughs) i know it's gonna be hard (laughs) i really 
Yeah, I mean, it's I guess I don't know. Tough, but, but when you get there, but yeah. hopefully we can make it through. But Yeah, but just to have that opportunity to be with her every day, I think is going to be super yeah. fun. And if you stick around for that long, you know, hopefully in a few years when we get to that point, you'll be able to follow along because I'm sure we'll do pictures and videos and stuff like that someday <laughs> on our own homeschooling. But yeah, we still have a while before we even start school. I don't. I don't even want to think about it yeah. really yet. <laughs> and that's where, I mean, we already have, you know, friends and stuff with kids our age who are already wondering, well, what do I do? What do I start them on? And that's where we are not, thankfully, being raised in the families we are, that is not something I'm, well, at least I am not worrying about uh, prematurely just because We're I We're praying about, yeah. not like... Right. Least, I just, I yeah. So many parents, I feel like, and in our age group especially, just stress themselves out, I feel like. But anyways, uh, <laughs> lastly, uh, I wanted to ask, so what are you most nervous about homeschooling? What's the thing that scares you most going into it? Or you're most nervous I just said I don't want to think about it. Well, try to come up with something. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Probably just like every mom that I'll fail or something like that. Like, But I don't know. Yeah, probably that. Right. I'm already feeling like nervous about it. Like maybe that I'm not smart enough because especially like in math, like I can't remember anything hardly from math. So how am I going to teach my daughter? But I know that we'll learn it together, I guess. If I don't know it, then yeah, I mean, while I'm teaching her, yeah. I'll be learning and we'll see. Or I'll send her over to your mom. Yeah. I already no, kind of told her well, that. Yeah, I mean, like, which you can, she can do, go but do math at Minnie's house. you're able to. I mean, that's one thing that I really like. My mom, she's super smart, and dad is too. But they didn't know how to do everything, obviously. But they, <laughs> we're kids. Like, we don't know anything. You I know. know. When we were little. So, like, our parents, you know, are able to at least figure it out quicker than we were. And we're still able to put it together with a curriculum. Obviously, it's not like, okay, you have to teach them all English and understand how to use, you know, all the English language or whatever, all just out of the middle, you know, out of your head. I mean, they were able to use curriculums and tools to help them. Um, I mean, mom, mostly, obviously dad, basically every once in a while would come in and give mom a break when she was, you know, getting to the point of, you know, breaking down into lunacy or something. And dad would try to, you know, do something. And, you know, he just knew that like, uh, what anything I'm doing is teaching them and I'm not um, it's not worthless and so I think that was something that I'll yeah. hopefully will be able to take and put towards our own home so I think until we do start we just need to keep talking to people like them mm-hmm. getting encouragement and praying about it and just for the confidence to come but I'm excited yeah I know that we'll make it and we'll do it and I know, obviously, a lot of you are probably have kids our age or, you know, are already in the thick of things. And so I don't know if this is encouraging or if it's, uh, you know, but maybe if you do have someone who is younger and thinking about homeschooling, just really encourage them that they can do it and uh, that they are going to be the best. And if not, you know, hopefully, you know, we're a couple homeschool grads who hopefully aren't totally messed up. So, uh, you <laughs> know, depends on who you're you not going to mess your child up. I truly <laughs> believe that I have not really seen very many kids that I are homeschooled that you know obviously there's an exceptions and everything but there's a lot more exceptions I feel like in the public school so uh you know I don't think you're gonna mess them up no matter what you do and hopefully we're somewhat of a (laughs) I mean not in every aspect of life but at least from homeschooling my parents you know they aren't models and we we hopefully uh you know just encourage you yeah so i hope you all have a great rest of your uh evening or day or whenever you're listening to this and as always keep smiling
We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Riss and I had a whole lot of fun recording it. If you'd like to receive more weekly encouragement, make sure you sign up for the weekly newsletter over at thesmilinghomeschooler.com. If you have any questions, comments, or need some encouragement, you can email us at Todd or Ben at thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Have a great day, and as always, keep smiling. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy.